Welcome. It is eight minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Garson is on board this morning from graphs.com. Good morning. Good morning. I see you brought in a couple of... Uh, uh, see, they get upset when I say toys. Um, but I'm not, you know, so politically correct. Uh, but they are, uh, if you're out target practicing and having fun and playing, that's that seems like a, an apt... Adult, adult toys. Adult toys. Like or adult, adult great self-defense uh, tools. Anyway... Uh, glad to have you on board. You guys are having your tent sale coming up not too long from now. Yeah, uh, what the weekend of the 14th, 15th in September. Yeah. You looked at me like you didn't know. Mm. It scares me when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this sure. Yeah, though, though, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, I'm also pleased to tell you that uh, we have Chuck Basian, state representative. Good morning, Chuck. How are good you? Good morning. Thanks for having me again. Glad to have you with us. And uh, we also have the uh, head of the uh, Columbia Patrolman's uh, p Police Officers. I knew I'd get it right. You know, it's, CPOA. It, yeah, I know, but it's so close to Cleveland. It's, or it's right there in front of you. <laughs> yes, Cleveland Police Officers Association. Good morning. How are you, Dale? Good morning. It's good to be here. I'm in, I'm in good company today. Yeah, we all are. I uh, think this has been a particularly tough week uh, for those of us who believe in the Second Amendment, self-protection, um, I I have a deep and abiding fear, and I'll run around the table here to find out what you guys think, but my suspicion and my fear is that the Republicans are going to cave uh, on these red flag laws and, uh, and, and also on universal gun registration or gun, uh, uh, you know, a NICS check for everybody who sells a gun, even if it's to a friend or a family member. Uh, do you think they're going to cave, Garson? I really hope not, but I... I'd see some form of that going through, unfortunately. Dale? I I fear something stupid is going to happen in terms of legislation. And on the red flag laws, if they do it nationally, at least they can't force it on the states. Uh, just as with the next check, not, I, I won't go off, off into the weeds, but yes. Well, you I know, they, they, they can force it on the states. Uh, and, and they do this kind of thing all the time. Uh, in fact, I was talking to Ron Calzone earlier this week. We had him on the show on Thursday. States have been blackmailed with yes. money for decades. Uh, and they can do that, uh, you know, withhold highway funds or school funds or something else. Yeah. Chuck, do you think they're going to cave? Uh, on the federal level, I believe they will. I, I hope they don't. I hope it, uh, uh, I hope they don't do what I think they're going to do and just make it a lot harder on law-abiding uh, gun owners. Yeah, that's uh, that's my fear. Um with regard to the background checks, getting a background check, it, one of the things they want to do, they say, is strengthen that. And apparently uh, what they want is for every transaction uh, for the recipient to go through a NICS check. And I can't think of a single mass shooting in this century where that would have changed anything. Can you guys? I mean, everybody that's anybody that's ever done this has gone to a firearm store, a retailer that's licensed, and has had a NICS check and has gotten their firearm. So I don't see where this helps anything. But I'll tell you what does bother me. If they try to do this, seems to me they have to know the serial number of every firearm that's out there. It, otherwise, how are they going to know? If I, if I sell uh, my 1911, Dale, to you... How do they know that I didn't give you a, get you a NICS check before I transferred it? That's a, that 
that poses an interesting question on how they're going to nail that down. And, of course, the, the frustrating thing about this, and you and I talked about this on the show months ago. You know, last year, I think there were uh, 14, around, four, I don't have the numbers in front of me, around 14,000 people who illegally, you know, tried to buy a firearm and Nick's stopped them. And 12 of them were prosecuted. So, you know, the other 13,988 or whatever it comes out to violated the law and the federal government did nothing about it. Are you sure they violated the law? Because in many cases, the next check, they make a mistake. And I understood that a lot of those people who were initially stopped were eventually allowed. Well, these these were the numbers of the ones who were never allowed, of people who had uh, dishonorable discharge, felony conviction, that sort of stuff. That so they probably went to the underground market if they really wanted a firearm. That's If I were that sort of person, that's exactly what I'd do. You bet. I heard somebody say uh, in an interview yesterday on Fox News that... Um, some of these people go on the internet, Garson, and buy guns there without a background check. <laughs> yeah, you can buy it. You're not going to get it transferred to you without a background check. So, and I'm not familiar with any case of this. Every, you know, like where would you where would you even put an ad that says, "Hey, I've got a gun for sale. Contact me, and I'll ship it to you." I mean, I, I don't so know. So supposedly on the dark web, there are individuals selling illegal, all kinds of things. illegal firearms illegal drugs um all anything you want can be had on the dark web but they still have to get it to you and i've heard that some people have obtained guns through the dark web but the process they mail it to you piece by piece in the article i read about it so i can't imagine how efficient that would yeah, be efficient that is and if you don't know how to put that gun together um it, it it's it, here's the thing before um when a, a lot of gun companies started serializations were not required so there's lots of guns already in existence that were made by manufacturers that do not have serial numbers there's lots of them they, they're all antiques now not that great but it's still legal for an individual to manufacture their own firearm for their own personal use and you can do you can buy 80% lowers for Glock and AR15s now and have a non-serialized gun that nobody knows about. So, in order for them to accomplish this and enforce this, uh, they have to keep a record of every firearm sold from the time that law is passed and, and associate it with you. Uh, and that strikes me as just plain old gun registration, Chuck. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, Again, I think it's going to really impact the people that are already obeying the laws and uh, doing everything right, and it's going to push a lot of these people uh, to do other things that they normally wouldn't do. You know, we just had, uh, in the last uh, 30 to 60 days, uh, two uh, gun firearms retailer, or uh, uh, fire, two burglaries uh, at a firearms retailer uh, where they broke in and stole guns. And I guarantee you, uh, those people aren't getting a NICS check when they pass the firearms along. I'm sorry, what? Jeff Epstein? Wow. That's breaking news. Who is I Epstein? Uh, that's the uh, the guy with the sex... Th oh! Oh! He committed... The All right, we'll give you all the details to that here in just a second. 
Uh, he's the guy that was uh, accused of having uh, sex with underage people, underage girls. And he also um, apparently um, there are allegations that several people that um, that are famous uh, were associated with this. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein has committed suicide inside his New York City jail. The billionaire pedophile was found dead early Saturday morning at the Metropolitan Correction Center. The 66-year-old was awaiting trial on charges of conspiracy and sex trafficking. Um, so he has uh, committed suicide. He is gone. I hate to be the conspiracy guy, but you know how most oh, criminals feel about pedophiles and sex offenders. And uh, suicide in jail for a sex offender just sounds suspicious. But Well, I will tell you also that, uh, as I was trying to allude to, a lot of very famous people could oh. be brought down with him. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, there are uh, people, and I, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions, but some very famous people uh, are allegedly uh, guilty of the same crime. Is, is he the guy that had that weird sex island? Yes. Okay. You know, if... If uh, somebody very, very powerful in government, either here or abroad... Well, not wanted, someone, I'd say lots of someones, but yeah, yeah. Wanted him dead because he might testify, that, that could also be it. Or it could just be a plain suicide. Sure. So, we don't, we don't know. But he is dead. Jeffrey Epstein is dead. He committed suicide this morning. 874-9390, the toll-free number is 800-529-5572. I've lost track now. Of where I was at, but uh, I, I I think we've made the case that in order to make these laws gun work, registration. you need to have gun registration, and that's a precursor to gun confiscation. And my my Hello, point Nazi here, Germany. yeah, uh, as these uh, as these nonsense laws that are uh, preached to us as uh, uh, common sense fail, and they will because they don't do anything, they'll go further and further until they get to the point where they say, well, we're just going to have to confiscate guns. Uh, let me go to the phones here. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Hi, Gary. Hey, I'm a little late this morning. I thought you started a little later in the morning. But my question is these background checks. Every time I've got, went and bought a gun, I've had a background check. So what are they talking about that they need to do background checks? I, You know, I've already been through them. What are they, you know, what's going on? Well, they're... Apparently, for instance, if you have firearms, Mike, do you have family? You have a father, a brother, a son? A uh, son and... All right, well, if you've got... Suppose you've got a, uh, a nice uh, uh, pistol or a revolver or an AR or whatever, and you want to give it to your son or sell it to your son, you'd have to get a NICS check for your son. Okay, but, I mean, what, what I'm seeing on the news is they have to pass background check uh, legislation... And they already do that in the state of Missouri. They're talking about enhanced background checks that don't that aren't limited to an FFL dealer. So you're right. We already have a background check if you go to Graf and Sons and buy a gun. They they, they wanna, just want to enforce it on every yeah, transfer of a they, firearm, they regardless it, of who, what, where, when, why, or how. Yeah, they want to oh. add add to that provision. If I sell a gun to Garson sitting across the table, a, a individual sale to an individual sale, that would have to have a background check. And I suspect 
what they the the way the language has read in the past was they don't just limit it to sales they use the word transfer so that if if garson wants to borrow my gun to go hunting he has to have a background check if chuck wants to borrow my gun to show to someone or to teach someone to shoot or maybe to re take it to repair it there's got to be a background check which was okay. which was required when we had the permit to acquire a concealable firearm yeah. if you right, loaned a right. pistol to someone you had to go to the sheriff's department and pay ten dollars technically to borrow someone's handgun okay well my other thing is you know i don't i don't know trump's aim on this uh and i support trump but uh i even him i'm not willing to uh see what he wants to do if you know what i mean you know because uh if he's not with us on this then uh would you stay home and not vote I wouldn't vote for him. No, I would just stay home because, uh, I mean, w what what does it matter if you fall off a 50-foot cliff at 10 mile an hour or 120 mile an hour? Yeah. You're still falling off the cliff. Very good point. Mike, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on uh, Gary on Guns. All right, back to uh, the topic at hand. Right after these important messages. Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. Hey, welcome. Chuck Basie with us from the CPOA. We, or no, Chuck Basie, state representative, is with us. Dale Roberts from the CPOA. Garson is in from Graf's. Uh, he's brought in some firearms here. We'll talk about those uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, I am curious, is if the federal government does any of these things that we've talked about this morning, Chuck, is there anything that can stop it at the state level? I, I think there would be an attempt to do that. I already saw a Facebook post from Senator Cindy O'Loughlin that, uh, that she, she would be uh, very, very hesitant to accept anything the federal government is going to do here in Missouri, and I, I would support that as well. Um, I, I don't think that's the answer, but, um, you know, it's going to take a multifaceted approach to fix this problem. And, frankly, uh, you know, this somebody is intent on doing something criminally uh you know i i don't know is, is, is there any way we can stop this you know these laws aren't going to fix it well yeah. and e even the secret service has has been known to say if somebody wants to shoot the president it's probably going to happen i mean they do everything they can to prevent that and god bless them for what they do but the secret service will tell you if somebody wants to do it there's only so much we can do that well, and then the number one form of mass murder before guns became the preferred method was arson. Yeah, they just did that in Japan. Yep. Yeah. They didn't get much coverage here, a little bit of coverage, but I guarantee you if that guy had used a gun, they would have covered it like crazy. But I remember I remember one of the stories about uh, one of these guys barricaded a church or uh, barricaded a school up and killed all the kids in the school by burning the school down. I know there was another one I think in Michigan where they used dynamite uh, and blew up a school of kids it there are there are bad people out there and that's all the more reason to want to be able to protect yourself and your family but it, my point here with uh representative uh basie is uh, we want a guy like that uh in the state house who can protect our second amendment rights and he's done a terrific job uh doing just that and he's having a fundraiser it's his third annual ribeye steak sandwich fundraiser and uh, apparently, you're going to give away a CMMG AR-15? Right. I uh, also have a 9mm pistol and a um, got a 12-gauge shotgun and also a 22-250 varmint rifle, a Remington Model 7. Sweet. Wow. 
All right, so I can't make this. It is uh, it's this evening, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it? it is. It's Harrisburg at the Lions Club in Harrisburg from 5 day tonight. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to give you the money uh, to let somebody in for free. And what I want is either a veteran or a first responder. And we'll do it this morning. I'll, I'm going to throw the phones open, 874-9390 or toll-free 800-529-5572. If you would like to go to this dinner on me, um, you have to call right now, and uh, we'll take the fifth caller. And it's pretty early in the morning on a Saturday to get people to motivate themselves to the phone. But 874-9390 or toll-free 800-529-5572. If you'd like to go to this ribeye steak sandwich fundraiser for Chuck Basie, I will pay your fee to get in. We'll uh, we'll take the fifth caller, and uh, you know if you want to bring somebody, that's up to you. But I, I will pay your way in. And who doesn't love a rib ribeye steak sandwich? Who's yeah. who's doing the cooking, by the way? Uh, there's two the fellows up in uh, Harrisburg that are doing the cooking. They cooked for Fred Perry's uh, uh, recent fundraiser, and they uh, Fred said they did a wonderful job. But it's uh, Davin Stedman and uh, Jeff uh, Magruder. They're uh, One's the school board president, the other one's a middle school principal up there in Harrisburg, and they're doing all the cooking for us. And, right. and the steaks last year were fantastic. And I was telling Chuck last night, as good as the steaks, or maybe better, were the fresh tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, farm fresh, oh my word. All right, so if you are uh, law enforcement, fire, uh, former military, and you'd like to uh, support Chuck Basie, I will pay for your dinner. Uh, and uh, it, it's going to be tonight. It's going to be at the Harrisburg Lions Club. Make sure that you can make it. That's at 5 o'clock uh, this uh, this afternoon. It starts at 5, and we go to about 8 or 8.30 or so. Yeah. And uh, and you're giving away all kinds of guns, all kinds of opportunities yeah. to... Right. Door prizes, and I'll, I'll stress this because I've been uh, attacked uh, on this in recent years and this year both, that no one is going to walk out with one of these uh, firearms without having a background check done. Good for you. That makes sense. I'm just trying to figure out how I can get to my phone here in the studio and call in. <laughs> hey, now, now, even if you call in, I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> Fair you're enough. Gonna... All right. Oh, yeah, you're, man. You're late already. So. All right, people, you're going to have to hang on the line. One of you is a winner. You're listening to Gary on Guns. We'll give this uh, dinner away in uh, about four or five minutes. Gary Nolan, Zimmer, Radio Network. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's uh, 35 minutes after the hour. State Representative Chuck Basie, who's been really, really outstanding uh, defending our rights, is having a fundraiser tonight. Uh, it is going to be at the Harrisburg Lions Club at 5 o'clock, and it's a uh, ribeye steak sandwich fundraiser. He's given away uh, there's door prizes and all kinds of fun things. So I asked for the fifth caller uh, and uh, that I would buy their ticket to get in. If you want to bring somebody, you'll have to, uh, you know, you'll have to pay for that, but at least I'll get you in the door. Uh, but you have to be a first responder or former military. So uh, we're going to just jump right down the line here. Uh, Marlon, thank you for the call, uh, but uh, you are not number five. Okay. All thank right. You. Thank you for hanging on. Oh, you wouldn't believe what just happened. You won't believe what just happened. Number five just dropped off the line. I guess that leaves us with one winner. Yeah, I guess so. Let's go to him. Hey, Jim. Welcome. How are you? Uh, all right, for an old blind guy. For an old blind guy. 
Uh, would you be able to make it to Chuck Basie's uh, dinner t uh, tonight in Harrisburg? I'm afraid not. I, I thought about it while you was talking to the other guys. I'm not going to be able to manage that. Uh, I have to have somebody else drive me, you know. And I don't know anybody right now that would be able to do that this All evening. All right, Jim. Thank you. Uh, thanks for trying. Glad to have you on uh, Gary on Guns. We just went. The whole phone bank was lit up, and then they just dropped off. And number five dropped off. Unbelievable. All right, we'll start this again. <laughs> Only this time, no commercial breaks. Chuck Basie, fundry, huh? We just you want to take the first caller and just get it over with. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brian says let's just take the first caller. So scramble eight seven four ninety three ninety. 800-529-5572. Uh, be available this evening and be able to get yourself out to Harrisburg Lion Club. And I will buy your way. I don't believe that. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Whoever it was that was number one dropped off before. I'm going to grab this guy before it's too late. Marlon, welcome to the program. How are you this morning? I'm great. What? Thank you. Are you a uh, former military? No, sir, I'm not. First responder? No, sir. Oh. I, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Marlon, but you don't qualify. It's got to be a first responder or former military, but thank you for trying. Appreciate it. <sighs> you know, these are really hard to give away. I was Oh, he was number five, too. Yeah. All right, George. Yeah, I'm not the first responder, military, either one. You're not former military? No, sir. And you're not a first responder? No, I was, but I, I hung up when you said that. Oh. And decided to call back and tell you all that. All right, George. Uh, sorry. Thank you. No problem. All right. Gl <laughs> glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Chuck? I'm almost afraid to go back to the phones. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's give this a shot. Robert, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. How are you? Doing all right. Great. Are you a uh, first responder? Uh, prior Army. Prior Army. That makes yeah. you uh, military. military. Yeah, he qualifies. Please, uh, can you drive? Yes. And can you make it to Harrisburg's Lions Club tonight? Yes. Excellent. Terrific. Look forward to seeing we you, have Robert. A winner. So, Robert, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you on hold. Brian is going to get your last name. And uh, when you uh, get out there, I will uh, I will have uh, paid for your ticket. I hope you enjoy the dinner. It's a great cause because uh, I want to see Chuck Basie uh, back in the State House next time. Okay. All right? Yeah, all right. All right. Now, do you want to bring somebody else or are you just going to go along? I have, I'll have my daughter with me. All right, can he buy a ticket at the door? You betcha. All right, so you can buy a ticket at the door. So that's all a pretty right. good deal. All right, you hold on, all right? All right. All right, hang on. There we go. Well, that was kind of a task, a lot more of a task than I thought it was going to be. Well, it's early in the morning. Yeah, uh, at, at this hour, I, I make uh, all kinds of mistakes. Uh, listen, uh, while we're promoting Chuck, the Columbia Police Officers Association and uh, the A.W. Smith Law Firm they're having a little uh, little shootout 
Our, our third annual handgun match. It's a chance for the general public to come in and shoot with our officers and show their stuff. And we give away a lot of firearms and a lot of what I just call loot. Ammo, range bags, all kinds of goodies. You want to give a little more? It's Sure. It is uh, Sunday, September 15th. It's out at the Green Valley Rifle Pistol Club up by Hallsville. It uh, starts at, you know, 7.30, registration 7.30 in the morning, uh, instructions at 8 o'clock, and usually finish by about 1 o'clock. As a rule, we haven't confirmed, but the last two years, Just Jeff's has come out and provided lunch for everybody. And uh, if you want to register, you can go to ColumbiaPOA.org or you, to get the information, or there's a web page called Practice Score. That is, I think, P-R-A-C-T-I score, practice score. Correct. Uh, and you can go to practice score and register there. It's uh, $60 for an individual, $75 a piece if you're on a four-person four team. And as I said, we're giving away five handguns or five guns, five firearms, and uh, just a whole lot of loot. And the money supports our officers, their medical needs. Uh, we've used the money to help our officers' families with funeral expenses and send an officer who needed help to the Mayo Clinic and all sorts of things. You know, there was a, a, a video of the shooter at Dayton and a police officer. Uh, he's ushering all these people into this building and he stands guard waiting for the shooter, um, which I thought was an incredible act of bravery. Uh, and he is, in fact, the guy who stopped the shooter. Uh, so, the the point here is, uh, law, these, these police officers, whether they're in Dayton, Ohio, or Columbia, Missouri, they really put their lives on the line. Um, and I think this is a great uh, event to get involved in. Give the first website. What was it, P.O.? I, I, it's ColumbiaPOA.org. ColumbiaPOA.org. Register, go have some fun. Uh, see if you can uh, show the police uh, just how much better a shot you are than them uh, and and have uh, uh, an opportunity to win all kinds of things. Guns. Uh, uh, what else do you have? You had, uh, yeah, well, for example, last and I haven't talked to him yet, last year, Shepherds Distributing gave us a really nice cooler, Budweiser cooler, to give away on the prize table. Um, A.W. Smith provided, I don't know, 10 or 20 boxes of ammunition. Graf and Sons. Uh, donated a really nice, I think it was a holographic... Burris Optic. Burris yeah. Optic wow. site. Um, and those are not for the people who shoot well. Those are just on the prize table for everybody else. And, you know, if you're not a, a you know, champion shooter, we also, if you, when we do the scores, if you score at the 75th percentile, excuse me, 66th percentile, you win a gun. And if you score down at the 33rd percentile, you win a gun. So, so a, a, B, and C class... Yeah, so even somebody like me could win. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, if if you uh, would like to get involved, uh, the easiest way to do it, ColumbiaPOA.org. ColumbiaPOA.org. You going to shoot your scorpion book. killer? <laughs> no, I, I don't participate. <laughs> All right, let me go to uh, the phones here. Mike has a question for Dale. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on hey, Gary and Guns. Morning, guys. How you doing? Great. Hey, I sent a question along earlier. But I wanted to ask the officer his opinion about that guy down in Springfield and his overall opinion versus carrying open and versus carrying concealed in Missouri. 
I personally think that the guy was a moron, you know, walking around. He, he said he was trying to, to check out his Second Amendment rights by walking around, you know, open carry with whatever kind of long gun he had. And I, I'll just sit back and listen to your comments if you got a minute to talk about it. All right, Mike, we're going to go to break and come back and respond to that. Uh, in fact, that is the next topic on our list, okay? Hey, thanks a lot. All Have right. a good show. Thank you, Mike. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagles. Hey, welcome. It is uh, 50, 50 minutes after the hour, and we are talking uh, guns here. And uh, State Representative Chuck Basie on board with us this morning. Uh, we've got uh, Dale Roberts uh, from the CPOA, and uh, Garson is on board from Graffs. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, caller wanted to know about this uh, guy in uh, Springfield, Missouri. He walked into a Walmart. He had a, an AR-15 over his shoulder, 100 rounds of ammo, bulletproof vest. Uh, he didn't point it at anybody. Um, when uh, they pulled the fire alarm to evacuate the building, he walked out. Um, he was uh, accosted by a, a, a first responder, a fireman, concealed carry permit holder, who held him uh, until law enforcement got there. And... You know, I looked this over yesterday morning. I started talking about it on the on the weekday show, and I don't know where this guy broke any laws. If he had stayed in the building, he'd have been violating trespass laws when they asked him to leave. But he didn't even do that. Uh, so uh, the caller wants to know, Dale, and you're an attorney, former judge. What uh, what what law did this guy break? Right, and and Mike referred to me as an officer. I want to make it clear: I'm not actually an officer. I'm the attorney, I'm the head, I'm the, I refer to myself as the hired help. I'm the director of the Police Officers Association. But I was the head of alcohol and tobacco control for the state. I've been around law enforcement a lot. Um, I think he was criminally stupid. Uh, it's just a moronic thing to do to, to go out and flex your muscles like that and say, I'm going to test my Second Amendment rights and scare people. Um, Yes, Missouri's been an open carry law since it became a state, which, by the way, was this day in history, 1821, when Missouri became a state. And we've been an open carry state ever since. It's lawful to openly carry a weapon unless you go into a forbidden place like a police station or a school. But it's just a foolish thing to do. It makes you a target. It makes things bad for all of us who are Second Amendment people and respect, you know, I, well, my, it reflects on gun owners and guns in generally negatively. Yes, exactly. And it does us no favors. It does nothing to further our cause. No. And it makes us look like stupid, belligerent idiots. It just it energizes the opposition. And as Gary said, I, you know, I'm, I, from what I've seen in the news, can't think of any law that he broke. I believe Springfield, Green County has charged him with... Uh, Inciting? In, well, some kind. I thought it was some kind of a terrorism. Well, I thought it was a terrorist act. Was it a terrorist threat? But it's just something he said, I believe. But but I it'd yeah. be interesting to see how they can prove that. Although you know, I have to make the disclaimer. All I know is what I've heard in the media, and there's usually more to the story than that. Um, if he says, Chuck, um, I was just you know trying to show people that it's okay, it's perfectly legal. Um, and and this is uh, that's all I was doing, and break any laws left when I was told. Um, it would be up to the prosecutor to try to convince a jury of his peers what he was thinking. I think you guys call that mens re. Yes. Um, and I don't know how you would do that. Well, I don't know. It's uh, he he didn't prove anything except uh, his lack of uh, uh, good judgment, I guess. And. But, 
if you remember, there was a bunch of guys on YouTube doing this three yes. or four years ago. Yes. Where they'd intentionally go out. And I thought they were open carrying, too. And, yeah, doing the exact same stupid thing, not doing us any favors, and making us all look bad. And, you know, and I'll say, you know, when we teach concealed carry classes, we always tell people... You know, yes, you can open carry, but why would you? It makes you a target if you're if you're in the local stop and rob, you know, paying for your gas, and somebody comes in to actually rob the place, and they see you standing there with a gun. You're their you're first target number like, one. Yeah, you're their first target. Why? Why do that? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I understand what they're trying to do. I understand what they're trying to do, but I disagree strongly with their motive, and I don't think it's necessary. Uh, yeah. uh, and and as as I think all of us agree, it just makes it harder for the rest of us uh, when you know they start saying, "Well, there are crazy people out there with guns." And we've yeah, gotta... oh yeah. And I think when Mike called in, I think he said he thought the guy was a moron. I don't want to put words in Mike's mouth, but that's what I think he was. I think he's just criminally stupid. He's a moron. He just yeah yeah. There's other kind of activism that he could have partaken that would have done a lot more good than that. Oh yeah. Could somebody? Um, twist the old uh, Supreme Court uh, uh, quote about yelling fire in a crowded theater. Um, it, 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 to clarify this for listeners out there, you can yell fire in a crowded theater without it being against the law. It's against the law if you do it uh, and incite uh, you know, a, a stampede, somebody gets hurt, that sort of thing. Then you've violated a law. Um, but you know, you could be in a play that that describes a fire. And yeah. It, so it's not saying fire in a crowded theater. It's what happens, uh, the way you do it, and what happens that can decide whether it's a crime. Well, could the same thing be applied to this guy? Is that is that possible? That they, you know, the prosecutor can try it. It's I think it's a bit of a stretch, but they're going to have to come up with some sort of theory like that. And I don't know, you know. Most of the population, Springfield is in Greene County. Most of the population in Greene County are pretty good conservative folks, which to me means I think they really respect the Second Amendment. So I don't know where they'd come down on that. They might not like that some guy went out and messed it up for the rest of us. Or on the other hand, you know, a jury could look at that and go, hey, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He was stupid, but he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to follow that, and we probably uh, will uh, as it unfolds. But I wouldn't be surprised uh, if this guy walks very shortly. Right. Uh, I just don't. I just don't see where they have enough to uh, to really hang him on. Uh, well, and I was going to say the other thing about that that really upsets me is you're using precious resources. Our first responders are busy every minute of their shift. And, and they must respond to an event like that, assuming the worst. There's someone with a gun. Oh, my God, we've actually got a shooter. And so... And that in, probably means calling out people that were off duty. Oh, the entire and, department basically is going to respond, which means other first, other, you know, emergency needs around the city are being ignored for the time being. And that, I think, is criminally, you know, it's just offensive to, to distract first responders who have a lot better things to do. He's just maybe they can make him pay for the resources he used, like they tried to do with Jesse Small. Now, yeah. Now, if in this, I'm going on a, on a limb here, but the uh, first responder, the fireman, yes, uh, he pulled his concealed carry weapon on somebody who hadn't actually threatened anybody. Could he? You know, I'm sure the prosecutor is going to look the other way, and I wouldn't blame him if he did. 
but could he possibly have done? I mean, if it was you uh, or me, you know, or anybody, uh, you pull a, 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 your concealed carry at somebody who hasn't committed a crime, could be trouble. You know, that's an interesting thought. And, and the law in Missouri says if you reasonably believe that someone is a threat to you or to someone else, you have the right to defend yourself and, and other people. So, the, you know, the burden to some, to some extent is the firefighter would say, it was reasonable for me to believe that this guy was a threat. And as you said, I, you know... I'd be shocked to see a prosecutor go, go after, after this. Him. Yeah, absolutely. But, but he he had to make a judgment call, and that's how he came down. Well, uh, we've covered this uh, this. Uh, I, I, I can't help it. This jackass in uh, Springfield. But now we got to move on to uh, to safety and uh, the whole unfolding weekend last week, uh, both in Texas and in Ohio. Uh, because, again, with a perfect record, a mass shooting happens in a, a gun-free zone. And it's, it, it's without fail. Whenever there's a mass shooting, it's a gun-free zone. Why doesn't anybody get that on the other side? Now, you're forgetting about all the mass shootings that occur in gun stores. Oh, wait, never happened. Yeah. yeah, nobody goes into it. Yeah. You may try to rob a gun store, but usually that turns out pretty badly. Sure, uh, you don't see them. Uh, thank God, walking into a police off a police department and doing that sort of other thing. than in the movies. Ex yeah, well, yeah. Uh, in real life, yeah, that's not happening. And the bottom line is, Gary, you're absolutely right. It happens in schools, churches, you know, stores and movie theaters that don't allow guns. You know, any place where the shooter knows they can't defend themselves, it's shoot, literally shooting fish in a barrel. Chuck, that uh, shooting in Colorado, uh, where that guy uh, uh, went in with the, you know, the... Adam Lanza? Yeah. He passed several other movie theaters on the way that were not gun-free zones uh, and went to this theater that was. Right, So right. between his house and where he ended up shooting people... There were several movie theaters, and he didn't three? go. Huh? At least three? I think so, uh, but but there was it wasn't a uh, a gun free he zone. He went out of his way to get where he was going. Yes, big uh, And you often hear times, and I think this was a case too, where after something like this happens, that they always say that this guy had a history of doing odd things, or like the guy in Dayton, I won't mention his name, had a hit list yeah. in high school, had yeah. a rape list. Let's go over uh, that in the next segment. Yeah. You're listening to Gary on Guns, 93.9 The 